If you want to become financially independent, come to my seminar. Let me show you how to make the fortune you have always dreamed about. Ready? Go! What happens if you are named in Nelson Rockefeller's will? You get rich quick. Man on the line, turn the game again. Everybody's gonna lose, and I'm gonna win. Gonna get rich quick. Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel, right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Yep. This is a show where I, Josh Rubin, and Old Dean come together once a week over a single topic, and from that topic sprouts dainty little trees. Yep. Of ideas. Uh huh. That we's put over the interwebs, mm-hmm. so use can listen to them and take them and make them your own and make millions and billions and if not even possibly what trillions of dollars Say it ain't so joe i know for a fact uh-huh. that one of our listeners is going to be the first trillionaire ever oh i i see visions of this show mm-hmm. this episode <clears throat> making I think I see four or five billionaires. So I said a listener of our show is going to be the first trillionaire ever. Yeah, but I'm I'm also saying four or five billionaires. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, I don't see why not. It's not just one one shot. Right. I gotcha. Um, and uh, 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 I'm so lost now. You've completely thrown me off no. my my pitch. That's what we do. Right. Uh, so where was I? You, you're. Oh, right. Ideas. <laughs> Trillions, billions, <laughs> millions, <laughs> hundreds of thousands, uh-huh. tens of thousands, whatever rich is to you, yes. you're going to get it off of our ideas. Your own personal rich. That's right. We are not a one-size-fits-all idea nope. factory. We're n- I, I, I'm sorry. It's in- unfair for me to call. We are an idea factory. We are. We are churning ideas out like nobody's business. Mm-hmm. We've gotten so good at churning ideas out that yeah. I only have one today. That... <laughs> We've got gotten so good at turning ideas out that it is like a factory. Yeah. It's like we have little idea men in our heads, and one guy is doing little the Little kids. It's yeah, child labor. That's little child ideal labor. That's so childs. funny. You've just, you've just foreshadowed uh-huh. uh, 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 our, our uh, tip of the week. Really? Yeah. Oh. That's so funny. That's how in tune we are. That's, that is. That is the point. We've had... Multiple times recently, where the ideas have basically been the same, yep. for all intents and purposes, uh, 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 exactly the same, uh, if not exactly the if same. If not, word for word, um, we've had a couple episodes yeah. where I, uh, my idea, which was genius, was similar to your, an old idea of yours, uh-huh. and you and, similarly, and vice versa. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I, we are just becoming one. We are. Uh, when it comes to this show. Yes. The, uh, the Borg. Yeah. The uh, billionaire Borg. Yeah. After four years. Yeah. It really could just be, uh, we could just call ourselves Jonal. Yeah. Or uh, 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 Nosh. Nosh. Nosh is better. That's got a ring. It's taste, but you know, people are going to just think that we're a snack. Mm, and we are. Yeah. Tasty snack. Tasty snack. A tasty, yeah. luxurious mm. snack. Yeah. Get rich quick with Nosh. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we are a factory. Yes. We are just cranking these ideas mm-hmm. out. We are we are so good at it at this point that it, it doesn't take us any time. We can crank out an idea on how to get rich quickly on a topic yeah. in 
less time than it would take you to eat a two-bite taco. Yeah. This is what I'm saying. So we're not like these other guys who are a one idea. No. And their whole point is to get rich for themselves. Bleh. They don't give a fuck if you get yeah. rich. No. They will tell you that the reason you're not rich is because of something you did. They're playing you for yeah. a fool. Not their idea, not their system. No. Whatever their bullshit system Bull. is. Um No. That's not what that's not what no. we do. We we say maybe our system doesn't work. Maybe we don't have a system, number one. Uh, okay. Okay, so All that's right. number, one. number one. We're not sitting here saying that there's a system no. to get you rich. We're saying you have to find your passion. Yes. You have to follow your passion. We pick topics. That topic may be your passion. And then we throw things out there that you may never have thought of because that's our genius. Yes. Our genius is our creative thinking, our thinking out of the box. We cater to the sophisticated up-and-comer. That's right. Or not so much. I don't know if necessarily some of our ideas or are so sophisticated. We, we cover a range of topics range. that fit everybody. If you have a size, we have a fit. Yeah. We're not one size fits all. Yes. We're like, are you a triple XL? All size XL? fit one. Are you a triple XL? We got some that might that might sit perfectly on you. Exactly. Are you a a, a, a a child small? Yeah. Yeah, we got you covered. Yeah. Are you an 18-wheeler double wide? We got it. Mm, sounds like my last girlfriend. Oh, Hello. Waka. Yeah, loose in the caboose. <laughs> um, that's what we're talking about here, guys. Uh-huh. We are... Are, uh, we're not scam artists is what I'm saying. No. And we take it to such a level of not being scam artists mm-hmm. that we don't want any money up front for our ideas. Oh. You take those ideas, yeah. you massage them to make them work for you, you get incredibly rich, yes. and then once you are rich, yes. not before, yes. not trust me, I'm going to make you rich, and then, you know, but we're this is you got to pay me for this possibility. No, we're saying... You take these fucking ideas, you get motherfucking rich. Rich. Drop off the, the like, you could take so rich yeah. that you could fly your own space unit. Wow. Wow. Space ship. unit. Spaceship. <laughs> <laughs> wow. To your private home yes. on the moon. On the moon unit. On the moon that you had built. You, you actually... Send people up to the moon to build you a summer home. Yeah. And you go up to the moon and you look down upon the rest of us from the moon. That you've plated in gold. That's right. <laughs> gold plated moon. Yeah. That's what we're talking about. That's the kind of rich we're talking that about. Is. Um, when you get that rich, which you're going to do in an extraordinarily short period of time. And I'm not talking like in your lifetime. I'm talking about in a year. Yeah. Some cases, six months. Some, some <clears throat> cases, almost immediately. Yeah, just by listening to us. Boom. Then once you're rich, guys, then you sort of say, hey, dudes, thank you so much. Yeah. You were right. I got really rich off of this. I mean, it was my blood, sweat, and tears, but it was your idea. Uh-huh. You guys were the inspiration. You guys gave me the boot in the pants. You guys showed me yeah. that this thing that I love... I can get rich off from your idea. Yeah. And we don't want like half your money. No. We're not investors no. in your in your <clears throat> life. We're not looking for a lifelong payout from you. 
But, you know, we think that a tip is reasonable. And we think that a reasonable tip, considering how much money you make, is, uh-huh. a, is not a, what would be considered a great tip. No. You know what I mean? No. What are we talking about here, Noel? Well, we could have. We could have gone with the approach of these <laughs> other jerks that's like, oh, hey, you want to know how to get rich? Just give me five, 10, 50, 100, whatever dollars now. And you'd reach in your pocket. You'd probably pay, but it would hurt. You'd feel it. You know what we That's do? Right. We wait till you are rich. Yeah. Till you don't feel it anymore. You don't feel it at all. And you give us 10% of everything you've made while you're getting rich. You tithe us. Uh-huh. That's the deal. You don't feel it. It's painless. And it's more than $50. 10% of a trillion dollars. Yeah. <clears throat> is a not, good chunk. <clears throat> it's a good chunk of money for us. Yeah. But it's nothing to you. You don't even notice it. You still have... Hundreds of billions left over. <laughs> yeah. It's nothing to you. Literally nothing. nothing to and we're not you. saying split it with us. <coughs> no. You give us 10%. 10%. End of story. End of, end of story. <clears throat> then you never have to give us money again. We're not bargaining. We're not saying like you have to be like George Lucas. No. With all of the, the people in Star Wars who get uh, a, a bonus check every year from all the money that Star Wars made. No. We're not saying that. I mean, Star Wars has made a lot of money. A lot of money. All those actors get a big fat check from him every year yeah. just saying, here, here's Christmas gift for you. Mm-hmm. We, don't, we don't expect that. A one-time payment, guys. If you, had a, if you had a paper route as a kid, we don't want 10% of that money. No. Just your rich money. Yeah. And we're not even talking about your rich money beyond the riches you made off of our ideas. No. If you made a trillion dollars off of our idea and yeah. then invested half a trillion dollars in some space plastic. company or plastic that had nothing to do with what you heard us sit talk yeah. about and made another <clears throat> two, two trillion. Yeah, we don't want we a don't, piece of that, that. I mean, we would love a piece of that, but we well, don't. Ex- sure. th- we don't. That's not what we're talking about here. Uh-huh. We're only talking about the money you make off of our ideas. That's right. If you feel like, well, I wouldn't have this additional two trillion if I didn't get the first trillion in the first place, uh-huh. and I want to throw my boys a bone, like another one percent on that two trillion. Go for it. Go for it. We're not going to say no. No, we're not jerks. <clears throat> one thing we know about getting rich, yeah, is you never say no to money when Bing someone bong, wants to give it to one, you. Lesson one been delivered. Yeah. We know that when someone says no, I'll pay for that. You go, yeah, okay. Lesson two. Yeah. Ding dong. Lesson two. Delivered. For you. Yep. You know, uh, when your grandma says, this is my last $5, I want you to have it. You didn't say, no, hold on your last $5, grandma. grandma. You say, thanks. I love you, too. Yeah. Bing bong. Lesson three. So there you go, guys. There's three lessons. Already. Already. Early in the show. Crazy. It's amazing that people... Aren't already rich, some people. Crazy. It, it's our mission to make every person in the world a billionaire. You should call us a burrito. Yeah. Because that's our mission. We're wow. mission burritos. That's a stretch, dude. Uh, <laughs> that one goes out to all the San Francisco folks out there. People, look, our listeners yeah. all know what a mission burrito is. They're cultured. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> our readers are not, our listeners are not stupid. No. Anyway, Noel, anyway. it's been a whole week since I've seen you. It has. I have slept an average of two hours a night. Okay. Um, I can honestly say I don't remember anything that's happened to me this week. I certainly do not remember what even our last topic was. Okay. It feels like we did our last show to me like 
two months ago. Oh, wow. I'm so not you're kidding refreshed. you. No, that's not how I would describe <laughs> it. I'm lost. Uh, okay. I would describe it as I am lost. All right. Um, but how have you been? I've been good. Excellent. So I was thinking about something. So Were you? Uh, as you know, I used to do quite a bit of improv, and there's a whole thing within improv. Uh, it's particularly <clears throat> more so in the old days mm-hmm. uh, of. Oh, you go back to the old days of I'm, improv. I'm old school. You're like improv original. I, I'm an. Well, I wouldn't You're say You're like a an second original. generation. We're into like the fourth generation, yeah. and you're probably second of generation. Of long form, sure. Yeah, of course. Um, long form. Yeah. Of course. I had classes with Dell. Yeah. Which is a commodity now. You yeah. tell people that and they you, go, what? Why are you still doing this bullshit when <laughs> exactly. you should be on like some Amy Poehler? I uh, should be. Uh, 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 hey, Amy, just return my calls. Yeah. <laughs> bitch. <laughs> Whoa. No, that's you. Yeah, they got violence against women. Yeah, well, that's you because you're a stalker. Wow. Amy, hey, it's Noel. So anyway, old school uh, and... Uh, so there's a whole concept of group mind in improv, right? Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, and it used to be more of a almost like a hippity dippity, uh, we're really mind melding uh-huh. type thing. Um, and so I was doing that in Chicago, and I also started taking these acting classes. Uh, and his whole thing was you connect with the other partner, <laughs> but he made it sound more like like you're you're group minding, but with the one. Mm-hmm. And so he never really had much experience with improvisers. So I went into the whole thing with him about the group mind. Uh-huh. And I'm like, this is the same thing. And so we started doing these group mind experiments with connecting. Uh, you connect with your partner, and then uh, the partner like would put his hand up, and you'd have to say when they did, even though your eyes are closed mm-hmm. and things like that. Uh, and and it, an amazing amount of time. If you really got connected, you you you'd got it right. Mm-hmm. And then I started uh, at Improv Olympic uh, coaching a team, and so I decided I'm going to do some experiments. And I would do lots of things for them, but I would carve out a little piece of practices uh, for my own experiments. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. So I would do things like, for instance. Uh, the big one I remember is I would have them close their eyes. Mm-hmm. They couldn't touch each other, mm-hmm. and they have to walk uh, in a winding single-file line. Wow, so this is starting to sound more and more like human centipede. Uh, it was, but they, no one's touching, and their eyes are closed, and they you didn't so would have to a- stay a- in a- line. Asses to mouth? Ass to mouth. And that's, no. how, they, that's, how, they got, <laughs> no, no, that's no. how they got the mind no, melt? No touching. Okay. Uh, they just had to sense each other uh-huh. and follow each other. Okay. Um, and it's a, it's something that turns out is a skill. And the more they do it, the better they would get. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, what was the other one? There was another one similar, too, that I'd have them do. Uh, and it was all about trying to know what the other people were doing. Why aren't you teaching with their, improv? Why do you do what you do now? Dude, I'm making the world rich. Uh but no, I, not th- you can do still do this. Yes. I mean your your day job. Uh, I decided I'd wanted money <laughs> for a job. What is, what is wrong with you? <laughs> Actually, you know what? Uh, that's the difference between old school improv and new school improv. Uh-huh. Is new school improv turns out there's a lot of money in it. Uh, <laughs> old school improv was uh, a bunch of people with holes in their shoes. Uh, but yeah, 
But so, yeah, I would do all these experiments. And they were things that people would get better at. Mm-hmm. And every once in a while, I'll, I'll uh, talk to some of, the, some of the people that were on the team I coached. And uh, I'll always be like, did this piss you off when I would do this stuff? And they'd all, they're all like, no, it was great. They thought it was great. Uh, and now they're all psychic geniuses. That was the whole story? That's thought, my story. How did it work for them for their improv? Uh, it helped them. Yeah. It, it really helped uh, them all connect to each other. Yeah. Uh-huh. How did you get in? Like, what was your thing? I'm curious. Because mm-hmm. uh, 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 you didn't go to school for drama. Right, you didn't go no. to you didn't go to like when you went to college. You didn't you weren't a drama major or anything. No, like no, that. no, no, sociology. And had you always acted? Like, had that no. some? So it wasn't until like you moved after to I sh- got out. Yeah. Well, you know what? When I was a kid, I went to a music school. Uh huh. So there was uh, that was performing. the Irish music school. No, my mom taught Irish dancing. Oh, okay. So I had to do some of that, and then right. when I stopped Irish dancing, I had to do basically every other Irish thing ever made. Mm-hmm. So I had to take gala classes. I had to take boron. I took fiddle. What's boron? Boron is uh, the, like a flat Irish drum that's like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I took tin whistle. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You name it. If it's <laughs> oh, Irish, all I the kitty, all the kitty toy uh, music. No, uh, tin whistle is not a kitty thing. It looks like a kitty toy. Is my point. Okay. Like the flat drum and the little the little oh, tin the whistle. Oh, the boron's and, awesome. Yeah, I know. I've seen it played, but it's just funny because if you go into any kids room like their 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 toys their musical toys uh-huh. all look like irish toys irish <laughs> musical instruments okay that's all i'm saying um and so, they have a miss potato head the, of course yes. yeah so really everyone's youth yeah they're training to be irish wait a minute i never even thought of that <laughs> holy shit yeah um, no, but my question still was not answered. So okay. when did you get into, uh, 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 into was theater? improv before theater or was... Well, so and then I had taken some theater, uh, some drama in high school, mm-hmm. and then I stopped when I went away to school. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then after school, I moved <clears throat> to Chicago, and I didn't really know many people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just bored. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, I bartended in this one place. And one of the regulars that came in was taking class at Second City, and she was just like, you would love these. And I was like, all right. And I just tried it, and I liked it. So you started with improv. I started with improv. And then uh, after a while of doing that, I'm like, uh, I got way into it. Most people that start improv, if they they take to it, they they drink of the Kool-Aid, you know? Uh, And I drank deep of the Kool-Aid. And then after a while, I was like, I wonder if I would like acting, too. So I started taking acting Mm -hmm. classes, and I liked them. Yeah. Yeah. It was just always like a, well, let's see if this is fun, right. too. I got you. Yeah. I was just curious. Uh, and anyway. that's my story. All right. Anyway, Noel. Yeah. It's funny. Yes. You tell this story. Yes. About mind meld. People not touching each other, but knowing what the person in front of them is doing. That's right. Because it remarkably. Yes. Just slides right in next to the topic it does of the day yes it's as if the head of the human centipede uh-huh. ate the topic and it got shit out of the last member of the human centipede yes and that topic today is no. that topic today is esp how to get rich with it how to telekinesis your way to the top yeah you guys, ESP, how are we getting rich with it? I'm going to tell you right now. Yeah. Take your time. Extra sensory 
perception, mm. a.k.a. the sixth sense. Yeah. Like umami. It is. It's the umami it's of the, senses. <laughs> I thought of that as, as we we're going through, actually. Uh, it's the ability to obtain information independently of the senses known to science. The power of the mind. Psychic abilities such as intuition, telepathy, or telepathy, telepathy, clairvoyance, precognition, mm. retrocognition. Retro, there are nine, a whole nine of them. Second sight, visions, remote viewing. I didn't know this list with the different numbers of them. Yeah, there's nine in total. There's nine, guys. What's, uh, what's second cents. sight again? Second sight is just like, I see a man walking in a room. Oh, okay. You're just seeing. You're, you're, vi- just you're seeing, visualizing right. it. Yeah, that's a big thing in Ireland. Apparently, they're they're in the Wikipedia. Uh-huh. They talk specifically about this Irish phrase for second sight that uh-huh. I don't remember what it's called. Yeah. But anyway, go on. Sharon Megara. It's called that. Yeah. Um. There's a lot of anecdotal evidence for ESP. Scientific research on it shows promise, but often gets shut down. Scientists get shunned a lot of times. I mean, that's really what Ghostbusters is all about, it right? It is, it's right? It's the shunning of science. Uh, lots of people are claiming ESP. Are, a lot of people that are claiming they have ESP are charlatans, opportunists, and a lot of these scientists are just like, if you are researching it, you are dealing in charlatanery. What? And opportunistery. <laughs> opportunistery. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? Many of these people truly are. You right? made that second one up. I made it up. Uh huh. There's a lot of cases out there of fake psychics, right? Demanding payments for craziness. Mm-hmm. And those people are commoners. But. Uh-huh. That doesn't mean they all are, right? I feel there's almost bigger money in being someone who uh, is a real psychic. No, who 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 busts the psychics. Oh, sure. Like the amazing Randy made a fortune. Yeah, yeah. Busting psychics. That was a big part of what. Uh, yeah, that was his whole Houdini's shit. thing was. I as love well. Houdini too. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so you know the people who are true ESPers, we'll call them. Mm-hmm. They don't fall into the stereotypes necessarily. They don't necessarily gypsies or the types you see on TVs and movies. If if they smack too much of that, they're they're putting on an act, probably. I'm not gonna. There, there's probably some Romanian psychics out there, but they're not all. Put uh-huh. it that way, right? Are you talking about gypsies? Romas. 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 Yeah. And we're not sure. talking about the neighborhood in Mexico City, guys. No, we're not. We were talking about that earlier, we though. We were talking about that We were earlier. having a nice discussion about tacos. Yeah, and Mexico City. Yep. Anyway. Uh, you guys. There's just people out there who can sense things that we can't, right? They don't, yeah. They don't wear headbands. Nope, I don't. They don't necessarily dress in paisley. And I, I never wore paisley patchouli. in my life. I definitely don't use patchouli. And it really doesn't take a genius 
to figure out ways to get rich with ESP, right? If you find someone with ESP, there's a lot of ways to get rich, mm-hmm. right? What name, name your pick? Racetrack, lottery, political advisor, stock market. Uh, stock market, in my opinion, is the way to get Medici rich. Mm-hmm. But uh, the trick is finding these people, mm-hmm. right? Reminds me of uh, Too Big to Fail, right? It was a movie, uh, but also before that I read the book. And this one point isn't spelled out as clearly in the movie as the book. But uh, for anyone who doesn't know, Too Big to Fail was about the stock market crash of 2007, the real estate crash, the everything crash, the banking crash, the fiscal crash. Uh... And here was this massive market event that slipped by the scrutiny of the whole world, except for a few people that saw the crash coming and became crazy rich when it did. Mm-hmm. I have a client who works for the guy who Steve Carell played. Oh, really? Yeah. Cool. Uh, so how are these people able to spot this, right? The book explains at the end of it and this wasn't really in the movie. All of the people, two or one, every one of them that spotted this downturn and, and made so much money from it, they were all on the spectrum. Uh, right? And when you think about it, it makes sense. They're able to focus on things in a way other people can't. They can remove... Their feelings. Yeah. Make it a strictly intellectual enterprise. Yeah. So how do we do something like that to find these psychic people, right? Well, most people would have left that fact at that, but not Dr. Diane Powell from John Hopkins University. Uh, She saw YouTube videos that were brought to her attention showing psychic experiments with the five-year-old savant on the spectrum from L.A. Mm-hmm. This child's name is Ramses Sanguino, who at five already knew seven languages, mastered advanced mathematics, and was able to correctly guess random numbers that were written down outside of his sight with 95% accuracy. Wow. And this isn't just in the YouTube videos. This is from... Dr. Powell's research. Uh-huh. So uh, Diane Powell's done a lot of research in, uh, you know, psychics, psychic powers, mm-hmm. and uh, people on the spectrum. Mm-hmm. And Diane Powell believes that telepathy... I'm sorry, you have to say it correctly. <laughs> telepathy. 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 Thank you. Can develop in children on the spectrum as an alternate form of communication Hmm. to compensate for their other communication deficits. Hmm. So just like a blind person has a better sense of smell and hearing, (coughs) Mm -hmm. she's saying that because being on the spectrum can impact your communication skills, it improves them in other ways to compensate. I would posit, as yeah. I have thought this, this is something that popped in my head ages ago, mm-hmm. 
the idea that the uptick in uh, uh, diagnosed uh-huh. uh, 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 autism and the autism spectrum, besides being sort of a relatively recent uh, discovery that there is a spectrum, and, yes. but has to do, in my opinion, with uh, evolution. Maybe, yeah. And we are evolving, and that would make a ton of sense to me if that part of this evolution mm-hmm. is that as we are losing as you know losing the sort of ability to communicate with other human beings mm-hmm. that we are developing this other more evolved just more evolved brain yeah right yeah and that 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 may be the byproduct of this more evolved brain like they should be uh uh you know seeing what it is that people on the spectrum can do instead of dealing with what they can't do yeah 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 well and that is what she is right. doing right okay uh and she Claims to have seen strong evidence of telepathy and strong... (laughs) Strong evidence of what? Telepathy. Telepathy. And the correlation with people on the spectrum. Hmm. I think that's pretty incredible. So this is what you're going to do, guys. Right? Mm Mm-hmm. You want to find psychics? Mm Mm-hmm. A lot of people out there don't even know they're psychic. They just know they know things. Okay. They don't even know where they came from sometimes, right? right? I bet you if you ask these people from uh, Too Big to Fail, if if they were psychic, they'd say no. Mm -hmm. But maybe they are. Mm. So you're going to hire people on the spectrum. And you are going to set them at work. Finding investments for you. Investments that aren't like, oh, I think Apple's going to do good. Anyone could figure right. that out. Things that are a little off the beaten mm-hmm. path, right? And you, you know, you're going to open up an ESPE, mm-hmm. extrasensory <clears throat> private equity, right? So a private equity company where your investments are chosen through extrasensory perception. These people just know mm-hmm. where the good investments are. Yeah. And you're gonna and you're gonna make a lot of Medici money. Yeah. No. Big money. That's big money. That's big. Like, that's great. I mean, it's similar, sort of similar to what my idea is. Well, I'm sure we're gonna have more yeah, than yeah. one. Well, you, I, you I figure only figure out investments. I only have one uh one idea so okay. there won't be more than one i can guarantee you that right now interestingly you know espn the esp stands for extrasensory perception the way espn started was it was a bunch of guys with esp uh-huh. who would try to predict sports games really and are uh, you serious one at like a 75 percent clip no. And they made tons of money, and people started going to them thinking that they were great pontific, you know, uh, uh, pundits and really had a deep knowledge of, of sports. Really? And they started telling people, like, tips and things like that, and then they started, like, getting really into the numbers crunching. And then someone said, you guys are going to be huge. I want to put you on. I want we got to create something here. And they created this sports network that then became ESPN. Is this serious, no, or is your no, whole? Okay, I was going to say, is your whole all. idea prefaced on 
My idea has nothing to do with that. I just okay. made that off right made that up right this oh. second off the top of my head. Ahuga. Yeah. That was just for you because I know how much you love sports. Yeah. Uh anyway, Noel. Anyway. ESP. Yeah. Like you said, the stock market. Yeah. Right? Uh, as we showed, there are several different kinds of ESP. Mm-hmm. There are nine. Uh, I'm in a deal with one that's known as a precognition. Okay. Or seeing into the future. No. So I was looking up the market, and I was sort of thinking about how how does the market change like what causes fluctuations in the market what are the biggest causes of fluctuations in the market yeah and currently do you know what the biggest cause of fluctuations in the market are probably trump tweets exactly you got it you nailed it and i was looking up to see what the actual ripple effect of a trump tweet is on the market and how long it lasts and the Mm -hmm. whole thing and i actually found uh uh an econ dissertation by a student named Krishan Ryarel, uh, where he did just that. Yeah. His whole dissertation is the effect of Trump's tweets on the market. And basically, what he came up with, his conclusion was, is that positive and negative Trump tweets move stock prices and lead to significant abnormal returns. These effects last two to three trading days, which implies that the market is inefficient, these findings suggest that Donald Trump does indeed use Twitter as a strategic tool to influence the stock price and hence the actions of target companies. Right? Yeah. And I was like, wow. And then I thought, why don't we look at it on a broader range? You know, how come all these these precogs, precognitive people don't predict the future of stocks, mm-hmm. of massive or see what sports games are are playing or uh, uh, see what uh, 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 wars are going to start or anything like that. And I started reading uh, about Edgar Casey, yeah, who was probably one of the best known uh, uh, practitioners of extrasensory perception. This was a guy that was uh, uber famous in the 30s and 40s and 50s and mm-hmm. 60s. Wrote several books. Uh, he was known for being able to do readings of people, okay, over the phone. He would lay in a sleep state, and uh, people would call from New York, and he would ex- tell them exactly what was going on in their home, mm-hmm. what was going on around them in this sort of sleep state. Had never met them before, mm-hmm. had never seen where they lived before. He lived in, I think it was Virginia, Virginia Beach or Kentucky. I can't remember. It was, okay. but it was you know southern uh, on his you know uh, uh, thing. He would charge a fortune for this. Sure. But when asked about, well, how come if you have psychic powers, you can't predict things? He said, well, psychic powers for predicting the future are, are real, but you can't account for free will. Yeah. If enough people ex- you know, uh, uh, use their free will, it can change the pattern of the future. So in the future, what we see is, set, is not set in stone. Yeah. And that's why it's always sort of hazy and there are... There are aspects of it that that aren't you know that aren't particularly clear. You get you get notes. You mm-hmm. don't get the whole song. And I said, well, then it seems like you really need to keep it small. And there's nothing smaller than Donald Trump's brain. Yeah. And so all you need is one good precog. Yeah. And now that we know 
that we can just get a couple of people on the spectrum. And I would think you'd need like three or four because they need to be able to like all see the same thing. If they all see the same tweet that's going to be popping up at three o'clock in the morning the next day, mm-hmm. right? Then you, it's, it's like you're getting it double checked, triple mm-hmm. checked, quadruple checked, right? And you will basically just sit there and have the precogs uh, uh, going in there and f- knowing what Donald Trump's next tweets are going to be. And then you will invest based on those tweets. You know, we've just bombed Iran. What are you going to invest in? You're going to invest in Boeing. Yeah. You're going to invest in anyone who makes uh, uh, uh-huh. uh, 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 army surplus and supplies. Yeah. Uh, but then the plane crashed. And then the plane and then crashed. And you sell Boeing. Yeah, you sell immediately. <laughs> you know, you just, you just, you just, but you're just going to know yeah. a day or two in advance, you're going to do your buying or your selling based on that information, and you are never going to lose. Yeah. And the thing is, they'll come and they'll say, there must be insider trading going on. You will be so far removed from regular Wall Street. Uh-huh. You know, you won't know anybody. You're yeah. going to be like, dude, I just called up my broker and said, sell, buy, sell, period, yeah. end of story. Yeah. I live in fucking Peoria, Illinois. Yeah. I don't know any of these big guys out there. Yeah. And that's what's going to happen. That's how you're going to get rich. That's good. That's huge, huge, yeah. huge money. It's Trump money. Oh, that frick. You know what? I uh, That piece of prick. <laughs> uh, this week, did you see his tweet Which that one? he put out basically an hour or so after Iran had stopped launching missiles at the bases in Iraq. The tweet, what did it say? I, I don't... It's Okay, so... I stopped w- following him, by the way. Everyone is s- sitting at home, mm-hmm. basically thinking, we're in a serious war now. Yeah, we're going to be at war with Iran. Uh, and he tweets, all is well. <laughs> yeah, that one, yeah. Missiles launched for Iran at two military bases located in Iraq. Assessments of casualties and damage taking place now. So far, so good. Yeah. Fuck you. I ah. Uh, uh, take I, his tweets, make money from them. This is what has become of my life. I am someone who is not a conspiracy theorist. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I, I I I. But the first thing that popped in my head yeah. was I had just read about maybe a week ago how China, Russia, and Iran were doing joint military uh, 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 exercises together mm-hmm. um, as a show of sort of strength and, and unity. Yeah. You know? And there, it literally struck me that Kasim Soleimani is not dead, that they killed a fake one, Mm-hmm. That was set up between Trump. That was set up between Trump and Putin. Yeah. With Iran in. That's why Iran just shot the missiles, but didn't actually hit the bases. Got everyone all riled up. Right. Showed gave gave Trump a little boost to his strength rating about how tough he is against Iran. This is just what went through my head. Yeah. I, it's absurd. It is. I know it is. But it, it's like that's Every, the level. The whole world is absurd right, right now. Right, exactly. That's the level that I have come to believe yeah. that the corruption of this asshole. Anyway. Anyway. It's ridiculous. I know uh, it's ridiculous. Uh, for now, we're not at war. Yeah. What a exactly. freaking idiot. Yeah. Anyway, uh, you guys, 
you may be sitting there at home being like, genius ideas. Thank you for the ideas for me to get rich. Also, fantastic political commentary. Uh, <laughs> you have enriched my life. I now see what a prick uh, Trump is. Can we start a left-wing conspiracy site to counteract QAnon? Sure. What would we call ourselves? Falafelgate. Uh, or hummusgate. What would it be? What's what's a real uh, leftist food? Well, f- I mean, I guess for a lot of vegan gate. Vegan I think gate. really more. Yeah, would sure. Really be more uh, tofurkey gate. Tofurkey gate. <laughs> Field roast gate. Yeah. 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 Date shake gate. Yo. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, any of those. Any of those. But anyway, so you're thinking like these guys are great. I can't wait to get rich to get the money. I need to do it now. I need to do it now before I explode. Don't explode, guys. You don't need to. You can give us money by going to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com. Go to the Get Rich Quick with Josh Knowles show page. Hit the sponsor button. And half the many money you give will go to Josh and I, and half goes to Radio Free Brooklyn, keeps the lights on, and the server's humming. If you're like, no, I love Trump because I'm a jerk, um, and I don't want to give them money, and I want to do it in the way where they most see that I'm not giving them money. The way to do that is to go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com, <coughs> hit the pledge button, and not not the Get Rich Quick with Nash and Noel p- webpage. Nash and Noel. Just huh? the Radio Free Brooklyn website, yeah. uh, and none of that money will go to Josh and I. You can put a note telling us that you are snubbing us, and we will know that you didn't give us money. Look, I would understand if, you know, you think that we're getting all these tithes in yeah. and that we shouldn't, you know, what's your 50 cents or 250 or whatever yeah. it is. Uh, yeah, you're right. But, I can't, but, I can't but tell you, say you're wrong about We did that. already tell you lesson one, don't turn down money. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so we won't turn it down. But if you need to, you can just give to Radio Free Brooklyn. You get a tax break because Radio Free Brooklyn's a 501c3 organization. Uh, you get to feel good about yourself. Uh, we are in midst of the Drive to Five campaign, raising money for Radio Free Brooklyn to help keep us sustainable and growing. You guys, check out the website. There's lots of pledge levels where you can get on there and uh, get rewards. You can get T-shirts by different artists. Uh, there's lots of things. There's quizzes. There's lots of stuff on there for you. You guys, we're going to keep pestering you anyway. Just go on the freaking site and donate some money. Come on. The, let the powers that be within Radio Free Brooklyn sleep at night. Mm. Right? Don't be a Trump. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> you guys, and as thanks for letting us plug our stuff, we're going to give you another little plug, a little plug in your wallet, because every week we have ways to get you rich, but we also find another way to get rich. It has nothing to do with the topic, or does it? So, Mr. Josh, please take it away. The Get Rich Quick Tip of the Week, brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn. So Tom is an accountant, and we're going to talk about taxes. And it's going to be personal today because I'm going to, Tom and I will have a discussion on air with all of you of how I plan to not pay any taxes in the next couple of years. Now, I know you communists out there are going to say, oh, that's not fair. So, well, you can pay all the taxes you want then, you know, even Elizabeth Warren. But 
you know, President Trump and I don't pay much in taxes. And that's the game. But we do it legally. So taxes are basically the way the government sticks their hands in your pocket. And if you like that, more power to you. I really don't like somebody's hands in my pocket. So what can a person do? Let's say they're an E or an S. What can they do to minimize taxes legally? One of the things the government wants us to do is teach our children how to work and get them productive into society. And so the government gives tax benefits for employing children in your business. And one of the big tax benefits in the U.S. right now is that we have a $12,000 personal deduction. That means that the first $12,000 of income that you earn is not taxed. Well, that's true for your child, just as it's true for you. Pretty much you're going to be in control of that money. Even though you've paid the child, you get a deduction. They don't pay tax. So there you go, guys. Start a business and then hire your kid. Yeah. Your eight-year-old. There's no age limit on it. Mm -hmm. um, apparently, whatever the job you give the kid yeah. has to be uh, 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 something they can actually do. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, if you have a five-year-old who can uh, put together Tinker Toys, yeah. you can create the uh, uh, Bureau of Tinker Toys in your business, sure. and that's what your kid does, and he gets $12,000 a year for it. Yeah. And uh, you control that money. You know, uh, I am expecting a kid, and one of the names maybe I should start tossing into the hat there is uh, Tax Break. <laughs> <laughs> that would be an appropriate name until they, I think, hit 20-something. Uh, uh -huh. And then there's not a tax break for you anymore. No, but they're off on their own then. Yeah, exactly. Then you can just call them, you know. On Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> You can call him Albatross from that point on. Exactly. Because he's just taking money from yeah. you still. Basement dweller. That kid would be, what about all that money I earned when I was a kid working for you, that $12,000 a year, yeah. Dad? Um, that's yeah. why I pretend to be deaf. So that piece of shit human being, uh -huh. that's Robert Kiyosaki of Rich, Man, Poor Dad, Rich Dad, Poor Dad fame. Okay. Uh, he basically... Did a an hour, and I listened to the whole thing just looking to see what parts I, I could take, and yeah. I could have done probably a ten minute thing of the really the most heinous, egregious, uh, awful things he was telling people to do, yeah, and sort of the the sort of wink, nudge, ha ha ha, I'm not doing anything illegal, and then you know being like you know and then but then also at the same time being on his high horse about people sure. who are sort of like skimming money yeah from their course, businesses you know what i mean because he's doing shitty scummy things yeah in a total effort to not pay taxes but because it's benefiting him right and because <laughs> it's benefiting because it's legal in quotes yeah. meaning that you can you you have managed to game the system right it's not that what you're doing is you know you're not right. actually really doing anything for your business you just figured out a way yeah. to game the system so you can hide money from the government yeah uh but the guy who says i'll give you a discount if you pay cash he's trash under this guy's foot sure. because he knows he's a scumbag yeah it's really it it, it the level of hypocrisy is is yeah. shocking hey rich me. i know you're listening his name's not rob uh, rob, rob yeah i know you're listening yeah because you're afraid we're gonna take over your uh we think you're a dick. Yeah, complete dick. Anyway. He did a whole thing about how he he doesn't he tries to teach people on his staff to not ask for raises. 
they should ask for points of the company. Yeah. Because, you know, profit sharing is better than getting a raise. Yeah. He won't give people raises because he thinks wages are bad. I got a raise for you. It's in my uh-huh. pocket, buddy. Just reaching and get it. Yeah. Ooh, hello. You guys. You're trying to have a homosexual tryst with Robert <laughs> Kiyosaki. I'm not quite sure I understand. Like, it sounds like you're attracted to him. Well, power attracts. Yeah. You, you've been looking for a rich daddy for a long time. <laughs> I got some expenses coming up. I, I need to make some more money. Yeah, somehow. you're going to be poor dad pretty quick. <laughs> you guys, uh, I wondered what else has ESP out there, right? Uh, is it if it's really just senses we don't fully understand? It makes sense that non-humans would have it too, right? We already know that pigeons have a sense of magnetism, <coughs> right? Uh-huh. Dogs can smell cancer. Mm-hmm. Dogs also poop along the magnetic line. Uh, That's funny. I poop along a magnetic line. Yeah. Deb got me as a stocking stuffer this year. Uh-huh. You've seen those like magnetic balls? They come in like a string of yep. magnetic balls. And when that's out, I poop completely differently. Oh. Yeah. I won't poop on the toilet depending on where that is. I follow that magnetic line wherever it goes. That's why I had to get rid of all the magnets on my fridge. I just kept yeah. pooping in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, what else is out there, right? Uh, we already know about like Paul the octopus, famous for his World Cup predictions, and all these other animals that have done the like. The groundhog who predicts winter. Mm, yeah, that that one. There are two groundhogs now. You know. Yeah. There's Staten Island, Staten Island something in Punxsutawney. It was Bill. a real groundhog problem in this country. Yeah. And what's interesting is how often they predict different things. Yeah. Uh, but but we do know that there's all this out there, right? Uh, there's a whole host of other things I'm not going to get into, but what about plants, right? Mm. Uh, I was not able to find any evidence that plants can tell the future, mm-hmm. but there is a lot of evidence out there that plants can sense things that we can't and communicate. Uh, Clive, Cleve, I, I don't understand this guy's name. It's <laughs> Cleve Baxter. Is his name telepathy? <laughs> his name is telepathy. Uh, his name is Cleve Bax- Baxter. Uh-huh. Uh, and he did research where he hooked up plants to lie detectors, mm-hmm. and he found it reacted sharply when he thought about burning the leaves. He, did, he took, think, did he think out loud? Uh, no, I think he just thought to himself and like stared at it. Uh-huh. Uh, then he took <laughs> brine shrimp and dumped them in boiling water in front oh of the plant. Oh, my God. Massive response. The, uh-huh. the lie detector went off the charts. Uh-huh. Uh, other research uh, by other people have successfully done similar things, but with signals sent via radio frequency from miles away. Mm. Uh, similar tests have been able to communicate to trees far away by providing stimulus to a nearby one, right? The trees relay the messages between them, and not only that, they amplify them. Sounds like fucking Avatar, baby. Right. Right? It does. Uh, So there are lots of applications for this, but here's one that is, as they say in the bailout biz, shovel-ready. Anyone who's picked up a newspaper lately and didn't go into shock when they read about uh, the Middle East uh, probably saw that Australia is a burning down. Burning bad. Burning bad. Like, I would not be surprised if, you know, by the end of the month, there is no Australia as Ugh. we know it left. Yeah. I mean, over a billion animals. Yeah. Uh, well, as of four days ago, over a billion animals. Yeah. Uh, surprisingly, 
not that many people killed yet. Yeah. Which I find shocking. Australia's huge, and there's a, it, most of it is not very densely populated. No, I understand that, but I would just imagine that, you know, especially if you're in the middle of that country and you are suddenly just, you know, the way that it would it would surround places and the speed at which these yeah. fires move. Yeah, yeah. You know, that it would be more than a couple dozen people yeah, is all. Yeah, well, uh, it hasn't. But whatever it is, uh, across the world, people are going to start taking these issues more seriously. And in Australia in particular, they're going to be throwing money at these problems, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of money going to be going into these problems. Uh, so what you're going to do is you are going to tune in to the trees and you're going to listen to the trees because the trees are going to tell you when there's a fire the trees are going to say hey there's danger so a lightning strike hit and this bush next to me lit on fire that message is going to get relayed tree to tree to tree mm-hmm. to tree to tree to you and you're going to spot it uh, there will be a little bit of work for fine-tuning the system. Mm-hmm. But you're getting paid big to do this along the way. And once it, get, once it gets fine-tuned, you can do this globally mm-hmm. from your basement. Mm-hmm. Which you I know a lot of our listeners don't like to leave their basement. They don't like to leave the basement. Nope. It's nice and warm in there. And you're going to make huge money. You're going to save the world. You're going to save what's left of Australia. And you're going to get rich, 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 yeah, rich. For sure. Hey, uh, quickly, I had a question that came up okay. when I was researching. Mm-hmm. So I never ended up doing anything with this, but I did go down some rabbit holes concerning uh, uh, Nostradamus mm-hmm. and uh, Rasputin. Ra, ra, Rasputin. Yep. What is the difference, or is there a difference, between someone with ESP and a prophet? Uh, I don't think, I think in the world of ESP, all uh-huh. prophets were considered to have had ESP. Okay. I think in the world of ancient times, because okay. ESP as a phrase was only coined in the 30s. All right. There was a couple in, uh, a couple of, of doctors in in Kansas, from what I read, that started the whole process of uh, trying to uh, uh, figure out about cognition mm-hmm. right and and they're the ones that created that whole system with the cards and they would look at a card or show someone a card and yeah. then have the person try to figure out what they said <clears throat> and they got raked over the coals for being like completely unscientific and yeah and but they were the ones that were the, that the idea of parapsychology and uh 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 esp was sort of really brought together and coined by them okay so i think people who were prophets had ESP would probably be considered now to have to have had ESP okay although you know maybe it's I mean you know because I think at the time when you had images like that when you thought about that you thought they were coming from God yeah you know but I don't think either of those two were were ever considered prophets were they I think probably Nostradamus falls in the prophet category Mm. did people call him a prophet though was he considered a prophet at the time I don't know. I never heard of him no, called as, you know, maybe they spoke of his prophecies, but that's really more just, uh, uh, well, yeah, but I, I, you are what you eat. You are, but I, I, I think prophets also may be a more religious term. I think they may have more to do with, uh, 
seeing God or some version of, yeah. you know, whatever you believe your God's name is. Josh and I are prophets. Of prophets. Yeah, of prophet. Yeah. yeah. We're the prophet prophets. Boom. You guys, I if think you... there's a TV show called The Prophet of Prophets. All right. Yeah. Okay, you guys, if you want to reach out to Josh and I and give us ideas or thanks or criticism or anything you want, you can get us on Twitter at GRQ Josh Noel. You can email us at GRQ with Josh and Noel at gmail.com. You can go on Facebook at Facebook slash GRQ Josh Noel. You can subscribe, rate, and review anywhere where you get podcasts nowadays, uh, and please do. And if you only listen to us in podcast for shame on you, tune in Saturday nights, 8 o'clock, Radio Free Brooklyn. Get the schemes five days for everyone else. Get there a little early. Listen to Art Star Scene. Stick around afterwards, and right after our show tonight, you're going to listen to The Circuit, second episode tonight what's the circuit about uh, it's a show it's, right. it's about you should uh, listen to it yeah yeah enough uh, said no, yeah um you guys you got a lot of money in your pocket you need to do something with that m- money josh has found ways for you to spend it so mr josh please take it away Many people see the advent of the Gutenberg printing press as the single most important moment in modern history. Before the printing press, books had to be written out by hand, meaning that it was time-intensive. Thus, books were scarce and literacy was a luxury reserved for the rich and powerful. But the Gutenberg press changed all that. The first book printed on the press was, unsurprisingly, the Bible. But books are not designed to be durable and very few remain. At the moment, 28 partial copies are purported to exist and 21 full copies. A single page in good condition can go for $25,000 and a complete first edition could easily fetch 35 million. Not bad for a dusty old book. Not bad for a dusty old book. Boom. That just goes write a book, guys. Yep. Could be worth $35 million. There you go, guys. Hey, Josh and I have full confidence in our ideas. We know that they are going to get you rich. How do you know that they're going to get you rich enough to you know, risk your money, rack up your credit cards, take out your kid's college fund, sell your house. It's because Josh scours the internet for rules of getting rich quick to which other schemes by where do they come from? Uh, today's rules come from 10 rules of becoming rich. Okay. From everything finance. We have time for one. Or two. And, or Well, educate yourself, your family, and others. That's right. With their mind, right? Look in them and, and find our, who is psychic and and invest, invest, invest. Yeah, there you go, guys. So we're one for one. One for one. So once again, for Josh. And Noel, don't spend all that knowledge in one place. Back gonna get rich quick. This is my lucky day.